This has been Sion Griper. Seven one eight three three nine six zero two zero. And studio's number seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight or the text three four seven nine seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. On the phone seven one eight four three two four two one seven and www.jrootradio.com. So quickly for the yantiv on safety because nefesh. So a person has to make sure with the candles. Unfortunately, there have been accidents. Took us time a few years ago. My boy lost his life. And there are other stories too. So to be very, very candle, careful with your lighting of the candle. Where you put it, ask Shilas. Don't just put it on the table because that's where it's supposed to go, but you have to make sure that it's safe, especially children, grandchildren. And also this time of the year, sukkah building. The ladders, don't get weak, weak ladders. And don't be a big hero on top and to get that nail in. Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. One fall, there goes your yontav, there goes a... Could be a healthy, normal life for some people. So this week I heard a story about a boys' Hebrew school. And how old the story is, I don't know. <clears throat> but a Hebrew school, Sunday Hebrew school. Which means during the week they probably went to public school. And every year, beginning of the year, they'd have a trip. So they went on a trip. And on the trip, they were talking about different things, what his name and his name and his name. And it was very, very bland, regular conversation. And then one boy piped up and said, you know, last year we had a, also a trip. And we found out some of the important things and the secrets of life. His name was Zach. So let me tell you this story. Last year, we were all sleeping on top of each other in a campground. And one boy started like, like screaming and saying things. So I went over to him and said, what's the matter? And he said, you know, every night I talk to Hashem. And I asked Hashem, Hashem, why do my parents have to be divorced? And another boy piped up and said, Hashem, I speak to Hashem every night also. And I asked Hashem, why did my sister have to pass away in a car accident? Another boy, I talk to Hashem every night too, out loud. I asked him, why should I have a mentally disabled sister? And all of a sudden, no blank conversations. Each one said, you know, and I talk to Hashem. I talk. And each one mentioned a pecola, and it wasn't simple things, pretty serious. And you see the boys spoke about it, and there was certain zets, and uh, they, 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 they felt, they all said their story. So the Zach made a conclusion. You see the boys here, they're coming, Sunday school. You see the pecola, so you see a big thing in life. It's not the situation that defines the person. It's the response to the situation.
And these boys were going beyond. And that's what all of us, this time of the year too, and all year round. There are situations we're in. Tests we're in. I'm sure last week spoke about the tests we're in. Those are the situations. But we go, I'm going through this, going through that. No, the situation should not overcome. Some are harder than others. The situation has to be looked at. Then what is the situation for? For Yeris Hashem. For my response. How will I respond to the situation? Will I respond to the situation? That's what it's all about. Mentally, how you can respond. Emotionally, how you can respond. And peckles are hard. Everyone has them. Familiar to say the biggest job in life is test, 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 test from all sides. You want eating the apples at test, so you'd be, you're thankful. So we're being tested all the time. The situation's coming all the time. So the situation does not define the person. It's the response. During that time when I was reading that, it's interesting, someone came over to me and started talking to me about how someone like bumped into him and pushed him. And the next day, he was a little upset. He wanted to say something. The next day, someone bumped into him and he wanted to push him back and then he realized he was doing the same thing the other guy did to him. So why was it sent to him? So I mean, let's look at this little story. It's not a situation that defines a person, it's a response. Especially now, this time of the year, the situation coming up, big, big situation. We'll talk about this one and hopefully some others on a daily basis. The situation now is Rosh Hashanah is coming. And of course, you have Yom Kippur and Sukkot. So the Yontas are coming. Rosh Hashanah coming, it's a big, big time. It's a big situation. So right at this moment, we have a week or it could be a day when you hear the talk. And hopefully they could talk we can talk about this all year round. But a situation we have to look at now is what? It's our response to the situation. So let's look. Last week I was Menachem Oval, a man who was born in Russia, the Austria 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 and Russia connected at that time. And what happened was that he told me that his parents went through the Holocaust, for his mother, who was 98 years old. And he explained to me the story with the Holocaust, how his mother survived while single and father survived because they were vibrant young people and the others didn't make it. But then he went further. He was talking to me for about an hour. So I'm talking about this, the Stalin regime. Afterward, the Stalin regime was powerful. To be Jewish had to be hidden. He said his brother had a one piece of, like a toga, a hole in a big white sheet, and that was his clothes for who knows how many years. And what's fascinating about this whole thing was, he told me when he was five years old, this was happening. Yeah, he read by kerosene lamp. The most important thing other than the hut they lived in, the little house they lived in, was the cow. The cow had cheese and milk. And then you can boil up the milk and put some potatoes in it that he would go to the farm and pick. 
maybe some vegetables. This was his food. I was thinking it. He was five, and I was in Brooklyn, and I was ten, I was eight. In Brooklyn, I had a grandfather's house, and he had a bed to live in, a fan during the the summer times, a little heater, and comfortable getting up, walking down the street, comfortable school, no pressure. You were Jewish, you were Jewish. So I was saying to myself, can you imagine the same time he was going through this and living like this, same time I was living like totally different way in America with so much access, so much ability to do so many things. He told me about chicken before Shabbos. Mother had to wake up four in the morning, take a buck, bus, get the chicken, bring it back, cut it, salt it, and everything else under the sun, just getting ready for Shabbos. And Pesach, they get meat, another five mile and walk to get to bring it back, and it was all hidden. And also the matzah too, you had to bring it back and carry it and put it, hang it on the ceiling so no one would touch it for a week or two. I was thinking, I was living in Brooklyn. You go to the store, grocery store, of course, that's where you get your matzah. Butcher, that's where you get your meat. So, our situation, something to think about. I was thinking, wait a second. I woke up every day now, I'm waking up every day in a nice bed. Comfortable home. Streets are comfortable also. These are things we have to start now reviewing and going over. And not the same old, it's okay, you don't even think about it. We're so far away from any sort of appreciation. So therefore, to get back, but to really think, like now, wherever you are, it's comfortable. You're in a, either a home or a workplace or in a car and there's so much, so much. It's like regular every day and moves along with ease. So this is what a person can work on. Say not to take for granted. We hear the word not to take for granted. But this, to compare ourselves to someone who was in the Stalin regime and right now who knows where else in the world that doesn't have these everyday conveniences, everyday things we have. And to review, review, to make it real. Walk in the street now. Take a breath. Wow, it's a nice day outside, you know? And I could see. And this is how we can go into the new year. <clears throat> the idea that I'm sure I spoke about this week, or the Ginsburg spoke about this week, I really just speak about a year after year. The first thing before we know Shabbos, you have to think, thank Hashem for the six days of the week. Going into details on Rosh Chodesh, thank Hashem for the month. And on, when Rosh Hashanah comes, thank Hashem for the year. I was told, Herr Miller had a list of the thank yous underneath the talus and had the list of the thank yous. If not in his mind, I know one of the Talmidim, Shapiro used to have a list. People saw he had a list. So this is the time we're not in the Stalin regime at the moment. We're not in the Stalin regime. We're at home. We're in most of us in pretty decent, comfortable places. So get out that piece of paper. Because as you start thinking a little bit, your response to your situation, and you realize how much we have. How good we have it. Just go over. Make the list. And then as you go over, we'll see. We'll go over a little list in a second. 
You should go over and go over and go, wow. I mean, everything was working last year. And then you can become humble. See, a humble, because the Shem is king. All these pratham, these particular, the Shem runs. I'm sure it says a mistake to start beating yourself up. Oh, I didn't do this. I messed up this. I messed up this. I messed up this. No. And the Rav too, and I rap rock too, just speak about the same thing. No, there's a time to make a Shem king. Make a Shem king, he could do anything, anytime. But first we have to do have a prerequisite to know a Shem is here. And the whole life, that his life got together, two little cells, which is all billions of miracles for every cell. And they got together, and they got together, and got together, and these cells were for the arm, for the feet. That all this and a woman of the same kind also had the same cells, etc. And that each cell would know where and what it does. And the body would be formed and reproduce. So every bit of our bodies are just multi-miracles. So right now we can start saying thank you. And you can start from your feet and you can go to your head. Not only that, not only now, yesterday, and a day before, and a day before, and a day before. And you want to start saying thank you for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years? Go right ahead. All of a sudden, wow. You mean like, well, my years of life in general, I haven't really been in the hospital with so many things. Most of the pharmacy, pharmacy prescriptions I don't need. Go over. Make that list. And then again, continue the list that you wake up in the morning <clears throat> Usually comfortable bed, comfortable place to live. This is also go over, go over. The particulars. You have your coffee, you get your lunch, you have a refrigerator, air conditioning, a heater, and on and on. Nice clothes. Even with the money struggles, for some reason most people are walking around with, with nice clothes, not just clothes. And go over and then, wow, you know, I was such financial difficulty, dire straits last year, and for some reason, we have the food, look at the food we eat every day, from cereal to eggs to tuna, etc., and the Shabbos Kodesh, and Yontub, and for some reason, we always have, I don't know how we do it, Hashem just despised, the person had a chasna last year, you had to come up with twenty, thirty thousand dollars how's that possible? So it's a very important thing for a person to make that list, make that list, and then you can go on. You walk outside, the safe streets. Machaya, and most of the time it's like the weather's pretty decent. And decent for us, and really decent all the time. It's nice, nice weather. And again, safe streets, and there's a grocery store over there, right there, with almost everything you want. Pomegranates. Another grocery store, a big store, and big supermarkets. And you're walking, and there's clothes that you need. And there's other things you need from furniture. Who knows? It's all there. To walk around, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. It's not the push of a thing. Want to compare yourself to people in Russia 50 years ago? Fine. But get used to this is not to be taken for granted. Like Kodak moments, Mepichelko moments. You have to take these moments. It's for our own well-being. And that you go up and down. That's normal. We don't eat enough, we don't sleep enough. This bothers us, this bothers us. Something, some situations are difficult. The response is, uh, is a hard one to deal with. And we go up and down. But that's normal. Shem made it that way, the up and downs. 
Why? So we can think, wait a second, maybe I have to improve, maybe I have to watch what I eat, maybe I have to watch what I say, maybe I have to avoid this one, whatever it is, it's all a test. But the ups and downs you knew is normal. And the more you work on yourself and a tikka and you're fixing yourself and you're working on seda and having direction in your life, you start feeling better and better. But still there's ups and downs. Inside, mentally, emotionally, we're normal. It's let down because she works so hard like a basketball player plays works, you know, plays basketball at forty, forty eight minutes and he's jumping, hopping, scoring and all of a sudden the end of the game is whew, he feels his whole body ah uh, not depressed, but he feels like oh no, you work everyone here works hard, you know, Lama Baba Sadiq, everyone here listening, worked up woke up early in the morning, went to sleep late at night and who knows what you did all day, which I know was very busy. Waking up, learning, working, etc. and the women too. Waking and school and, and family and shopping. So these all up and downs are normal. And she's sending it to just tell you to know, uh, know he's here. And then I have to cry out and I have to improve certain things about him, ourselves. But only the Western American society made, oh, you don't feel good today? Ah, something's wrong. You need this. You need this. And unfortunately, you think about it long enough. It's like grinding your teeth. You rub them down and you go... Grind your brain until you get really, you make it real. So real that your person can get depressed and then, then really need something to pull them out. Don't get to that state. But that's where the appreciation, the real, real comes in. And even you can go further from the daily activity, the daily things you say, the daily things you see, the things you feel. There's so much. Everyone has their details, their appreciation, has the things they like more than others. Could be music, could be lectures, could be talking to people, could be being alone that five minutes, whatever it is. And it's important also to appreciate, think the positive parts of your, your mate. It's crucial to speak about the, to think about the positive parts of your mate. Especially now the New Year's coming. So you quibbled about him being grumpy, wanting more attention. And she nags you about wanting more attention, not helping enough. But wait, let's all step back now. In most of these situations, by the way, we do cause, I say most, but we cause ourselves. Sometimes we're in a situation we don't cause. So those we need extra help in. But the person that's trying to appreciate, look and focus, focus. This woman, what she did for you. She married you. And you have children. And I work from morning to night, what she does. Morning to night, going to details. And say, wow, thank you, Shem, for such a light. You'll see, it will transform you. You won't react to the situation and what she says, etc. You'll react in a negative way. You'll react in a positive way. You'll see, ah, look what this is doing. So she's a little excited. She expects me to know and do. Okay. What she does, what she does, she lists, she lists, she lists, and her, him too. He wakes up early, he works, he learns, he tries, he tries. It's a hard world out there. So you can get into the thank yous, the thank yous, the thank yous. And we all go through these interactions with the mates. And Ramona says that's where our main all of my boys, because every, every interaction you get a check or a minus. This is the time to make that list. And don't make the list and go, but, 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 but. No, make a list of the thank yous. And you want to go back one year, two years, ten years, go back a little bit. All of a sudden, it's a different Rosh Hashanah now. You're going, thank you, thank you, Shem. 
I mean, so many things work out. Okay, me, who am I? I mean, I got a family. And children have parents, too. Some have a harder time than others doing this, but still, keep up aim. It says, even if you think parents are not so hot. And most are very good, by the way, but we have our own feelings, are young, the young generation. All throughout the ages. And yet, go over. Your mother changed, you know, 2,000 diapers of yours. It says in this forum that it's, you have to do mice and do activities that show honoring the parents. Not only that, but you have to, in your mind, try to think of them as king and tween, queen. If you don't, it's, it's a obvious, it's like a fake, your actions. Okay, it's so important, so important. To think about what your mother did for you all the years. Okay, she nags, she tells you what to do. If not, who knows what? And the same with the father, too. Everyone's a human being, but try to appreciate. List all the work for all these years to support. To support all these years. You close all these years. Go over your thank yous, young and old. You're a child of 80. Go over your thank yous to your parents. And you'll see, you'll see it's, it's, it's really one-sided in comparison. And you can fight the eight Sahara only only feeling the bangs. It's hard, I'm not saying it's easy. And then parents and children also. Focus. Darmila was very big on focusing, focusing, focusing on the the goodness of each child. Trying to help them. Your arms. No complaints. How do I help them? But also if you have children, you have children. People don't focus on their on their each other and helping communities. So many things they could do. That's also that's the biggest test. It's so much we can work on. Make that list. You'll see and and, and during the davening you'll have plenty of time to sit. You go over that list and you go. How come you're so great, Hashem? And then the simcha will be overflowing. And rove simcha, and a rove coal. You'll just be excited. And that's what you have to do. The simcha, the simcha, the simcha. What we have, what we have, what we have. Which is so bombarded with so many things that everyone in the world has a shpoy, even the best families. What you need, you don't need, you don't have, you're not good enough, you have to do this, you have to do that. And we just feel away from the source. Even though. The man I spoke about, and he was the regime of Stalin, and yet he the only most he had was a cow and some potatoes and milk and clothing just over your shoulders, and his pants were cut up uh, materials from different people, and yet he told me the answers were good. Being together with the family was good. How much more we have? We have to start our thank yous. And beyond health, go for your health, everybody. Everybody's health. Clothes. So much. And Torah, Torah, Torah. So fortunate American going to so many nice air conditioned shuls at this time of the year. As far, as far, as far, any safer you want. It's just, my, we just take for granted, walk in, I could get the Gemara, get a Chumash. No. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. But it's real deal, thank you. Real, real simcha. Real, real saying thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, before the year. Who am I to be zokhed in a generation that has all this? So that's a little bit 
Oh, you could begin. Begin the way to make Hashem king. And if you have Hashem as king, then you can go over. When the young kipper comes, the alchets, go over alchets, go over each one of them. And you'll see from the thank yous, you'll say, Oh, Shem, look how much you gave me. How can I talk against this one? How can I not pay on time my bills? How can I do this? How can I do that? How can I speak? How can I look at terrible things? All of a sudden, you go over and over and over. And then kill, 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 you go back to your past, too. How can I be, do this to my parents? I yeah, in the past. How can I do this to my siblings, my brother, sister? Also, that's an important thing to work on. So you can do Al-Ched very, a lot easier if you have all the thank yous in front of you. Much, much easier. It's going to be, it's, it's going to hurt a little bit. How much you just, like, you know, just let a lot of things pass. Become clearer what you did wrong. But like I'm clearer what you have to do to improve it. And that's the goal. So then eventually when you go into Sukkot, when you go into Yanta Basimcha, you were clean, so now you're going to, ah, I'm going to watch my phone, I dance, I'm not going to throw things, I heard somebody during Simcha's Torah. When I have to wait in line for a lulav, I'm going to wait online and food and everything else. I'm going to be a sadik, a sadik, a sadik, a sadik, because now I know all the thankfuls all the things I have to do, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Not lose sight of the Boreolum. So another thing we mentioned earlier, uh, <clears throat> if you missed the story of the Hebrew school, but that was, a, what, that was on a Sunday, and they went on a trip, and one boy said, I know the answers to all the issues, and <clears throat> he said, last year I heard boys at night, you know, talking to Hashem, one said, I don't have a parents who are married, and one said, I don't have a, a normal sister, and one said, I have a sister who passed away, and they all went through their peckles, but they were all strong little boys, they they were kept trucking, so he said an, a lesson from me, we just said it earlier, not the situation you're in, it's your response, so we started with the whole Thank you, thank you. Situation now is pachat. It's fear. We're going in front of the king, but let's know there's the king. Let's know, the, and you can know there's the king through the thank yous, and through the penalties. Not only of so-called physical things, but look at the things that happened to you. How many times you didn't have money, and money came across? How many times situation worked out at school or at work or at home and? Go over, over, over. That's part of the thank you. The episodes, the experiences of the Shem. Taylor, may Taylor made and fixed for you. It's all there too in the thank yous. So now we're going to look a little bit at our Ten Commandments of Marriage a little bit. The idea of is a person is not defined by the situation, but is defined by his response. <clears throat> We mentioned so many, so many times. Remember the first command would be realistic, expect the unexpected. This is a big thing. And it seems before marriage, if every couple has someone to speak to, not just what to do, what to do, but real what the situation is. Many times you get into a marriage all the time. You find out she was from a rich home, you were a poor home. That has an effect. She's closest to the relative. You're not as close to relatives. You'll see all these things that are overlooked that you didn't even have a chance to understand are there. And these are big things. You have different, different, you know, 
wants and needs and it's a hard thing. And another thing is, and that's why you need somebody to tell you. You know, she's spending so much money, not because she she's really taking care of the home first of all. And it's not as much money as you think, because you're used to just eating, you know, some peanut butter every day. Or you're just used to, you know, eating and running. You didn't realize it was a bill to pay. But she's now trying to take care of the home. But there's so many givens. Like we just said, for example, when women get married, she right away has four arms. It's crucial to know. Because the home of is becoming one. Becoming one. And it's not a negative thing. She's the one who really starts the whole together business. And also, like we mentioned many times, when Yomarko said to Yaakov, I want a baby, and Yaakov said, am I in Hashem's place? The Gedolim said, yes. That's what it means. You're in Hashem's place on earth, Ben. For your lady, she made it that way. You're supposed to be the Superman. So when he's asking and asking, he's going to forget the milk like she would forget the milk. How could you forget the milk? And you're going to see right away or earlier than later, or later than earlier, she's going to tell you a lot what to do. A lot of things you're going to miss the cues. Not only with things that you have to do daily in the house, but even attention, affection, appreciation. These things are, are going to be missed. But you need someone to say this. Is, and then after they happen, someone to talk to the man and talk to him. And say, this is happening because maybe you need to go out once in a while. Maybe you need to just pick up your hands and clean up a little bit. Or you might have to speak nicer, etc. Is a whole slew of be realist, expect the unexpected, but we just don't know. We just have no idea. You saw your mother and father act, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. It's, it's very, very urgent. We have to do this today because we all, see, we all come from spoiled backgrounds. Western society in general. You got everything you wanted since you are a little boy. From your Cheerios and from the woman, the dress they wanted and I won't eat this tonight. I won't eat this tonight. You have to understand. And the whole environment, Hashpah says the same thing. So we can't, we can't take the word no. Something goes against our road. Some we can't take. Someone tells us what to do. We can't take. So marriage is a little more difficult these days <clears throat> because our tolerance level is a zero. And our ego, we don't realize our covet is 1,000%. And anyone who says something to you to do something and we did something wrong, forget about it. We're... we're or a broken glass. So the point is, it's about our response. And the same women too, to, to see men, men are a little different. They might come in later. They might miss the cues in certain things. And they might just need, like we mentioned many times, he comes home, that little, that little watermelon, a cup of cake or something to have him relax from his day. Get to know his moods. He needs attention. Give him that attention. Don't just go, well, he wants the attention because, because. No, you have to see who he is, what his needs are, physically, emotionally, attention, appreciation, affection. Same the other way, too. So really focus on the other person. Get to know your mate, who is she, who he or she is, what they usually respond to, and how to go about a productive way to do something. You keep telling him what to do. And you keep telling him what to do, and he he keeps telling her what to do, and it doesn't from me it doesn't seem like this change. It's hard to it's hard to change. I told a story once. A couple came, 
And she beforehand was complaining <clears throat> about never got her presents and he didn't pay that much attention. He was hard with the money. And then she told me pri he told me privately she nagged him and she <clears throat> never on time and she and they both like, you know, coming in with a fire. So both were told, asked first, why'd you marry each other? So he said she's pretty and everything kind of calmed down a little bit. But then I asked, how could you improve yourselves? And she said, I can be on time. I could stop bugging him. Exactly what he said. So I asked him. And he goes, you know, I can get her presence and pay more attention. So they both knew. And right now, for almost everyone listening, you know what you, your mate needs. You know who your mate is. And you know what you're doing. And if you step back a little bit, <clears throat> you have to realize your mate's trying to say everything 10 times, 20 times, complain about the lateness, complain about talking back to you, complain about so many different things. It, it's not worth it. She knows already. He knows already. Most of the stuff is known already. So through honey and giving and listening, we do a lot more. And the situation that come up, it's your response which is crucial. Crucial. Some things you can't change. Some things the language you don't like. Some things says something you gotta ask for help. And this goes along. We mentioned with every couple. You want to start the new year right? Say lecharav. Have someone if you don't have before, after, and now. The marriage. Have it now. Because this is crucial. This the. We'll judge the next year mostly on not the situations that happen. Is all of it? Your, the judgment is on. Our response. It's all about our response to situations. And that response could be one, like we mentioned so many times, no tension zone, you encourage, famous, yeah, sure. Try to get someone says something, ask something, don't worry about it. It's part of making a together family. And if you disagree, I hear the point. You can't answer. You have a rabbi, someone to speak to about it. And you'll see slowly, slowly, slowly. And most of the time, most of the time, you'll be able to conquer your own Yetzirah. And most of the time, you'll be able to succeed in the relationship. Because as you work on these things, you'll see the relationship will get better. And some are hard. And you might not see it tomorrow, but in time, there's a way to see success. And sometimes it looks hopeless in certain situations. But then you have to really, really look. Look, look. Who the other person is. What you expect. What can I do to encourage you know, proper movement? On the other hand, you have to look at yourself too, which what you're doing and what you're doing maybe to cause some of the issues and do chuva and how to work on yourself too. And both together by working on yourself and trying to be tolerant and understand the other person. And the third thing is to dive in and do the right things on a constant basis. 
and other things that look arrive will see tremendous, tremendous success. Tremendous success. But the first commitment of marriage is be realistic, expect the unexpected. And, uh, and what happens is every day, and you, you expect it, and it's still unexpected. You have to learn to accept and to understand this, this is the way it is certain times. Certain things is the way it is at the moment. Certain things is a character. He's, he wants to be on time. She wants to be on time. She's sloppy. He's sloppy. Certain things are not easy to move with and to yell and scream. You'll see. They'll eventually say, I'm sorry. The house is not neat. Or the husband will say, I'm sorry. I'm late all the time. He knows. He knows. He might have some reason. He dawdles. But it's okay. It's okay. The, everyone will know what the other person's weakness is. And everyone will know what he or she has to do. But it can come through a, a, a nice way of the proper responses, the proper responses. It is one of the, probably the, such an important commandment. Constantly mentioned, <clears throat> when we get is expecting what happens then. It's, oh, he, she needs someone every second. He, she depends on him. And this man is not even used to such a concept. And so she's letting them have it. Where are you? Where are you? Et cetera. And the other hand, so she, she needs. But on the other hand, a little training would tell her she doesn't know. They might need a rub to explain or just might have a way to, to say it that might be more productive. Had it, but it's hard. She's emotional, et cetera. But still, we need to know this is a situation. Same with him. He has to know he he might be, you know, bugged and attacked, but it's not a negative. He has to learn to be tolerant. Something she want more affection. Something she won't want to know any affection. So it's a whole roller coaster ride that everybody has. It's a roller coaster ride, but you need to know this is real. Nothing wrong with him doing and her doing. They have to somehow somehow be realistic. Expect the unexpected. Also, it could be monthly things. It could be daily things. Come to them and work grumpy, so you have to know. Don't just say, oh, you're... And then go weeks and weeks and complain. No. Get a way to try to solve it. Again, a watermelon could do, a nice little dish could do. Or you might have to try to force a night out. Or the other way around. You see your wife is oh, overwhelmed. So you have to get babysitters to take her out. You come home with supper. You come home... You have to think instead of seeing seeing her complaining, yelling at you. Maybe to think about what you have to do. This is this is reality. Nothing wrong. Most of our reality is workable. Some situations are very harder. That's for sure. But it's also all about our response. All about our response. So right now the situation is Russia showing the coming, and our responses are going to be. Thank yous. I think about the people right now, even in different parts of the world, really don't have anything. You wake up, comfortable bed, you walk in a safe street, and you have a husband, wife, children, and children have tatis, and on and on and on, and make lists and lists and lists of all the blessings from the health all the way up, 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 and make that list and have that with you on Rosh Hashanah. And as Rosh Hashanah comes, you make taking those thank yous, you become humble, humble, humble. <clears throat> Who am I to have such things? Who am I to have such things? It's a big thing. Who am I to have such things?
And therefore, we'll see everyone, you know, Slokharaba and everything. And we'll see, you know, a lot of good things. You'll go into Rosh Hashanah, Hashem is king. You know, Hashem is king. So then you go into Yom Kippur, now he's king. So, ah, I got to improve certain things. And so, because you're clean, they go, ah, now I realize that what I have to do. I do everything for Simcha. I want to thank you. And everyone should have a Sivas Mitzvah. Masivas Mitzvah, that's what comes up. Simcha Jantav also. Should have a Slocha Rab and everyone. And Rokhni Gashimis. Yeshuish, Yavishuish, Dukhim, Shadukhim. Children in the right way. Everyone getting along. We've been seeing Griper 718-339-6020. The text is 347-927-8398. It's www.jrootradio.com. Everyone have a slocha, bracha, and rukhnis, and gashmis.